0: All things passive income real estate stocks i got into crypto i was in the army like straight out of high school that's really kind of like the turning point of what chose me just to get out it was a 52 unit apartment complex deal and he kept telling me for months like hey man austin you need to stop with these DeFi projects you need to just start trading my goal is literally two percent a day my biggest loss was time wonderland and i think it was like 17, yeah, 17.5 mm. my biggest win so far i think was a little over a $1,000 profit cryptos gambling the best way I learned is watching other people is their mental health especially in times like this I would all, always recommend creating content
1: welcome back to another video my name is Torin and today I had the absolute pleasure of interviewing Austin Clark a young hustling entrepreneur who's been documenting his journey on YouTube over the last couple of years now in this interview Austin shares incredibly valuable alpha on real estate investing passive income technical analysis for crypto trade mental health strategies content creation and much more if you guys appreciate these value-packed videos make sure to hit that like button to show austin some support his channel will be down in the description below and in the comments let me know who you'd like me to bring on the channel next brief disclaimer none of this is financial advice so please go out and do your own research now let's dive in well i appreciate you taking the time austin out of your day today to come on uh, my channel and sort of. Discuss your history and and yourself, if you wouldn't mind giving us maybe a little elevator pitch about who you are and what you've been up to. How you got your started on YouTube?
0: Yeah, man. So I'm Austin Clark. Um, I created content on YouTube. I've been doing it for, oh man, going on two years now. Uh, just all things passive income, kind of just showing. The things i'm interested in both real estate stocks i got into crypto so i started doing a lot of crypto videos just kind of showcasing what i'm in and what i get interested in uh, during the different times and yeah now i just I, i always like to create i'm trying to like create more and better content as as i go and especially in this bear market i've been trying to really focus and hone in on like what's been staying consistent what's been good what's been bad and uh yeah that's that's who i am
1: very cool. And so, how did you get your start on YouTube or in your in this space? I, I did a little bit of research myself. Yeah, I noticed you uh, were in the Army as well,
0: yeah, yeah. So I was in the army like straight out of high school, um always been interested in money, but I never was earning money. so that was kind of a problem. So I joined the joined the military, um took full advantage of all the benefits that it offered as as far as like making as much money as possible, investing all the different resources they had um so i saved up like a ton and the first time i ever got started in you know investing was uh this little stash app where you could like put it into these weird i don't even know what they were called it's just so weird now looking back at it but um i I seen somebody i was in a brief one day and i seen somebody on their phone with stash and they were like up like 10 percent, and i'm like oh my gosh what the heck is that so uh that kind of like sparked my interest in investing in stocks and then that led up to a couple years ago when it came to me creating my youtube channel I, I i just love talking about money to all my friends and stuff but they didn't really uh enjoy it as much as i did they mostly enjoyed going out party and you know the typical army stuff and i was just like you know why don't i create a youtube channel where i can talk about it with people that actually may want to hear about it and kind of just it'd be cool to look back on my journey as when i'm you know 30 40 50 years old it's like you know look what i did so uh, that's kind of like what got me started and interested, and still to this day fuels me to create content.
1: Now, is this kind of business model talked about uh, within the military or uh, the army between you guys? Like after, like we want to become entrepreneurs, is this sort of talk? I'm I'm super curious as to uh, where that seed might have started for you. Was it in books? Was it from social media? Sort of where did you initially uh, really want to dive in?
0: Yeah. Um... I would say the military creates two different types of people. It creates hyper military oriented people where they just they love the structure. They they love being told what to do. They they have that predictability. And then it creates the far other extreme where they 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 have like they they hate authority, they they just want to, you know, do their time and get out because they realize that this is just not the style of you know work environment they they thrive in, they like. Um, there's never really like this, just even ground I've noticed. And so you see a lot of entrepreneurs that are re- very hyper successful. That stem from there's some sort of veteran or, you know, something like that. They, they've served in some way, shape or form, uh, because it, it does create that. Cause you do have that, you know, foundational discipline, the, uh, you know, the want to delay gratification to get some sort of success. So when it came to the military, it really just sparked me because, um, I noticed that a lot of the decisions I was making in the military, it really wasn't from passion of being in the military because I was a lab tech by trade. So in the medical field, it was really just out of passion of money. Uh, So I applied to PA school in the military. It took me about eight months to build everything I needed to do and get all the prerequisites done to go to PA school, Uh, you know, and then I put all that time and effort into it. Um, And then it was about a year later to get the results from who actually was accepted. I got put on the wait list. And that was probably, I tell people this all the time, that was probably like the biggest turning point in my future was I I quickly realized that it wasn't actually PA school that I was wanting to be. It was just, I was chasing after getting a commission and, you know, being an officer and getting all this pay, being a you know PA and all that stuff. That's really what I was chasing. So I was like, well, why don't I just not trap myself into, you know, some sort of situation where I have to be in a place where I don't want to be, but how can I make that? similar paycheck that similar money doing what i love to do so it was kind of like uh you know one of those situations where you fail but you fail in the right direction and you really you're kind of like appreciative of that failure
1: you got your very first sort of taste of income streams and how you could build yeah. on, on on more from that so then was there yeah. uh maybe a turning point of of when you did start to see the money come again and said you know what i can do this full time obviously i i still see you out grinding all the time which is awesome to see um still being on that journey uh i guess all of us as well but uh was there yeah a a time maybe a subscriber count a dollar amount where you're like this is where um i'm just gonna go full-time doing it yeah i think it wasn't
0: more so a dollar amount it was more of uh i guess like self-gratification or self self self-fulfillment i think that was more of what i i i measure when it comes to just putting my time and energy into things And when I was, I would say, I'd say about five years into the military, um, I was starting investing into real estate, putting money into more larger assets versus just dividend stocks that were, I kind of got my, my start in and I started noticing, you know, my income kind of maybe halfway between my monthly income and then started getting a little bit higher. And then I started feeling just more appreciation for the money I was making, that was just half of what I was making in the army because I just felt happier doing that and creating that income for myself that I don't need the military to provide for me. Um, and then it came to, you know, in the military, we do contracts. So it's not like I can just up and quit one day. And my my uh, ETS, my, my time of getting out of the military was coming. And I was like, you know, I need to really make a decision because now it's almost seven months being in the army. Um, I'm a staff sergeant. So it's kind of at that point where it's like, Either I need to just choose to do this for 20 years or I maybe need to go and, you know, kind of do what I'm about. So that's really kind of like the turning point of what chose me just to get out, you know, take 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 this risky opportunity, take this risky chance of just doing YouTube full time, investing into real estate full time, being an investor and in just everything that I do full time and uh, really just propel who I am as a you know an entrepreneur want, wanting to do what I want to do.
1: And can you touch on more about this real estate venture as well, too? How did you get the down payment for this initial house? Was it from working? When did you get started in real estate?
0: Yeah, so I got started in real estate just the most boring way possible. Um, So in the military uh, here in the United States, we have what's called a VA loan. So it's a federally backed loan that you can go into a property, and as long as your paychecks can cover the mortgage and everything like that as far as underwriting, Um, you can go into a property with zero down payment. You really just need to pay closing costs and that's about it. And so that's kind of how a lot of, even in the military, that's how you kind of just, you can organically build your portfolio by just everywhere you get stationed, you just buy a house. And then when you go somewhere else, instead of selling it, you just rent it out and then you just hop to properties like that. So, you know, I just got in like that, doing it most boring way possible. And then as I built that um i became obsessed with you know real estate being enveloped in all these different communities bigger pockets um uh, a couple different facebook communities that i made a lot of friendships in and a lot of business partners nowadays where we've done a couple of you know residential uh deals i did a syndication deal where it was a 52 unit apartment complex deal so i've gotten to kind of you know, spread my wings as far as real estate goes into different assets and kind of seeing what I like. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been really fun. So I started off residential, just getting into it, using the VA loan, using the opportunities that I have, and I'm going to continue using that. And then, then I started kind of venturing into, um, actually putting the whole, you know, got to put 20% down investment property type of stuff. And then, like I said, the syndication deal. Yeah.
1: Right. So are these, uh, you sort of touched upon investment properties. Are they for rentals? Are they, Are you trying to flip them? Sort of. What is your your ultimate plan for your real estate portfolio?
0: Yeah, my my real estate portfolio goals is just to be as as passive and as boring as possible. I, I've never uh, messed with flips or anything like that. I did do wholesaling for a little bit. Um, I did two successful wholesale deals, but it was it, it's just very time consuming for anybody that doesn't really know a lot about wholesaling you basically got to be a telemarketer <laughs> reaching people that right. have properties that they want to uh, sell at a discount so it took a lot of time and work and i just didn't really enjoy that so um yeah my my, my main goal is just being as very passive you know residential small multi-family uh type of just long-term, long-term uh, rental yeah i'm trying to venture into short-term rentals right now that's kind of my goal Is i'm seeing we're starting to see this really big trend of short-term rentals and i haven't got one yet but i'm I'm wanting to do that with a couple different business partners, but we just haven't found one yet. you know, the market right now—it's been—it's
1: been crazy. Are we talking like Airbnb short term? Are we talking just like month to month?
0: Yeah, yeah, short uh, like Airbnb short term type of stuff where you have like different uh, like themed houses. That's like the specific niche and stuff that's been pretty cool. Yeah, those have definitely been
1: popping off. Something definitely has to give because yeah. housing prices, especially in Canada as well, went through the roof. But with uh, yeah. interest rates following being through the roof as well, something has to give either way because, uh, yeah, it's tough to be a real estate investor right now, I guess. Um, it was yeah, a lot, of people, a, a lot of people in real estate are, are
0: basically right now, it's like in this limbo state where a lot of people are kind of offloading their cash or, or offloading their assets to get cash to pay taxes for this year so they can buy real estate and accumulate next year. That's kind of like what the main prediction is, but we'll see. I don't know. Nobody can really predict it.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Well, I uh, I like your approach nonetheless, for sure. So uh, yeah. <laughs> in, in, including in, in real estate, what uh, other businesses maybe are you building or starting? Uh, I've done some sort of research, but I'd love to hear from yourself. Maybe that you're trying to grow over the next year so.
0: Yeah, the the main business that I'm really, really passionate about right now, other than you know, creating content on YouTube for myself and you know, doing just my personal ventures, but something that I've I've found so rewarding is we're building this uh business called Cardinal House, where it's just an all-inclusive, you know, uh it's it's a lot of of crypto education, but we're really venturing off into just all things education when it comes to investing, like obviously real estate. We just talked about trading, um, crypto in general from just literally teaching the basic bare bones of a to z web three to uh pretty intricate stuff um and it, it's been very very exciting i'm I'm really excited to see what we take that and propel that for the future as well
1: and how did that start do you have business partners are you is this your your business as well are you just yeah involved yeah it's a,
0: in it? it's a team yeah it's a team of seven so um I, I actually started out funny enough i created my own discord channel back in june and I quickly found out that growing a Discord organically, not with a bunch of bots, but organically, it takes pretty much the same amount of effort as creating a YouTube channel and growing it organically, as you can appreciate. It takes a lot of time, effort, and grinding out. And I couldn't really do both. Like a lot of people were wanting, but I'm like this type of person that if I want to do something, I want to do it to the best of my ability. I don't just want to have it just to have it. And with Discord, you know, you just have to be in there. You have to be engaging. You have to constantly create stuff stuff in that discord community to really make it uh, valuable instead of it just being a chat room and uh you know i met the people at cardinal house they they wanted to you know do a little podcast with me i met them you just seeing that they would do amas and stuff with different projects and i quickly really you know enjoyed talking to the team they're a bunch of group about roughly the same age as myself and we hit it off pretty well and i was like hey why don't i merge my discord community with y'all's Discord community, because y'all are the specialties, the specialties at, uh, at building that. And why don't we just work together on exactly what you're doing? I create content and help you all. And that's yeah, kind of like where I f- started becoming a core team member with them. And that's yeah, how we uh, established who we are today.
1: So then inside Cardinal House, how did you get started trading? And sort of how has your journey been through that? Because I know you have done some bot trading and then took it sort of into your own hands as well. You've been sort of focal about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I started with literally, so I've been trading since June this year. I think I started like it's, it's, I'm still very new. I I tell people this all the time. I am not an expert. Um, and that's what I think. Another thing I'll really love to do. I love to be vulnerable, like on showing exactly when I, I start something and show my, my successes and failures. And when it came to trading, I started using like MT4 and like learning all these different ways of like trading on the open market, trading the Nasdaq, trading all this different stuff, and uh, on, like on Forex. And I quickly realized I suck at that. Um, so <laughs> I, as yeah. as the time went on, I really noticed that I really enjoyed just trading Ethereum and Bitcoin, like the two you know really main 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 coins out there. And it's it, it respects TA a little more. Crypto in general doesn't respect TA as much as, as stocks, but um, I have been noticing in the stock in the in the crypto space, it's been pretty fun. I, I enjoy it because of the simple fact, like I tell people this all the time, you control your liquidity, you control your returns and losses versus putting it into a risky DeFi project's hands. And I think that's something that is powerful to learn, even if you just really like maybe you don't have the want to, to be a, a trader, but this is just a skill set people have used for generations to build wealth. And you know, it doesn't require a season or a market because you can trade in any market because people make money in any market. And, you know, I'm I'm always a competitive person. You know, you always hear the statistic that only a small amount of people in, in the trading industry actually make a lot of money and, and you know, make it out, even break even. So
1: I want to try to be one of those if I
0: can one day. So we'll see.
1: You're, so you're in the right. Goes. Yeah, exactly. You're in the right space. And I mean, was there... um let's say a channel or a resource base where you did start your learning or was it the community that really basically brought you uh, up to speed and and no matter where you are in your journey yeah, of course everyone wants to hear about it because there's someone who is newer than you and and might see that it's quite daunting to get on these platforms and set up stop losses and risk to reward ratios and and all the jazz right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and honestly, it really just started with the Cardinal crew. Like I know I'm kind of biased because I'm, I'm a part of the team, but like when we created the Cardinal crew, which is like the premium side of the discord um, and it's not, I try to tell people this all the time. Like it's not just trading. It's not, and it's not a call room where we just post calls or whatever. Like we actually show different things. Like if someone gets into a trade or if I get into a trade or anybody else, it's like, this is why we did this. And you know, we post both wins and losses, all that stuff. But we post all kinds of stuff and all kinds of workshops. But when it comes to trading, um, that's really what inspired me. There's this guy in there. His name's Cyril. So shout out to you, Cyril, if you watch this. Um, but he's he's been trading for decades. I mean, this dude's a really, really good trader. And he kept telling me for months, like, hey, man, Austin, you need to stop with these DeFi projects. You need to just start trading. You need to start trading. So I finally took him up on the offer one day. He, he really taught me a lot of what I know um he he created a lot of really good just content about patterns and just seeing you know everything as far as like you know just your basic like you know bull uh, bull pennant bull bull uh, bull flags all these different you know basic ones and then i kind of developed my own little scalping strategy uh, and that, you know, that's how I kind of was really inspired. So Cyril was probably the biggest inspiration. And then obviously you got other YouTubers. Um, Tyler Hill is a really good one. I watch Meet Kevin for the macro as far as like just the politics and stuff that goes into trading. So yeah, there's there's a lot of really good resources I've used out there.
1: And do you, can you share your basic strategy for these scalps? Maybe your your setups, your indicators, sort of what you're looking for?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's easy. Um, so when I when I do these things, because I've noticed that. In trading, it's like sports, right? You can't just be like, yeah, I trade. It's like saying I play sports. Well, what specific sport do you play? Do you play basketball, football, what golf? Because in trading, you got scalping, you got swing trading. Um, and then even with those, there's different ways Long, of doing short, stuff. So leverage. Yep, yeah. yep, absolutely. There's just so many different assets and or subways of, of investing in, in, a, in a trading and stuff. So what I personally have found to work for me is when I'm scalping, I trade on anywhere from the 5 to 15 minutes, sometimes the 30-minute timeline just depends on what the market's doing. Now, obviously, I'll look at the hourly and the daily to kind of see what is the overall trend and what's going on. But I've been finding a lot of success in the 15 to 5-minute timeframes um, I'll look at the Keltner channels so I'll look at the Keltner channel to see and what that does is it shows you the upper the lower and the mid limit of what the price is kind of ranging at obviously the VWAP volume weighted average price I'll look at the MAs so the MAs I'll look at the 50 100 and the 200 MAs to kind of show me different like is there a death cross a gold cross happening is the price is ranging above or below the MAs kind of just gives me a general feel for that I'll look at Hiken ashi bars so Hiken ashi bars It kind of tells you the momentum of the market. Is it bullish? Is it bearish? RSI. So the RSI tells you if uh, an asset is overbought or undersold. So it kind of tells me again what the momentum. Um, And then the final thing is I look at the DMI and ADX. So the DMI, the directional movement index, there's a positive and a negative. And then the ADX is the overall trend. So I know that's like a lot of information, but that's kind of like the the different indicators that, that I use.
1: You use quite a few and so then is there sort of targets you're you're wanting to hit obviously it's all about the the key levels you're you're trying to get to but i know some some people use um some leverage with at least a minimum of three risk reward kind of thing but in crypto again it's it's not oh, I mean, all it's just crazy. technical analysis right yeah so, and it's not even <laughs> fundamental either like it just doesn't make sense sometimes it's just yeah dude some days like
0: i will i will literally get just mad i'll just be like bro this makes no sense for what just happened um and you know you got to deal with that and i think honestly learning trading in crypto like if i ever wanted to translate this to stocks like it just makes you i guess a more disciplined trader because if you can be get risk if you can get like you know used to this hyper volatility and just not making any sense i think you could be pretty dangerous in stocks and i may bleed into that one day who knows but um when it comes to like what my goals are, my goal is literally 2% a day. Like if I can make 2% in a day for a single trade, which using leverage I use anywhere from, you know, 10 to 20 X just depends on what I'm doing. Sometimes even 50 X if I feel very confident, but that's very risky. So please only use levers that you can afford to lose and do never trade with like a hundred percent of your account. I'll only trade about 10 to 15% of my account at any given trade. Um, But that's kind of like my goals my goal area and you know when it comes to like setting up i just make sure all those different indicators and the price action because price action is one is number one like you can have all the indicators in the world but if you don't understand the price action why the price action is doing what it is the dixie what's the dixie like for today so the actual us dollar what's the macro like is there any big red folder events everything you kind of have to take into consideration when uh looking at the trade and looking at what the overall market is but yeah my main goal is 2% a day and you know that's that's really the only thing i'm as far as goals wise what i'm trying to do
1: yeah very cool now whether it's in day trading or potentially some of your other crypto people love to see um the big numbers can you share any of your big wins or potentially your big losses in crypto as well maybe over the last year cuz in the bull run there was obviously a, a ton of wins but uh maybe you're doing yeah. great as well day trading i've seen some of the screenshots so
0: yeah i think um if we're just talking like projects in general. I, am very vocal with, uh, my losses. And I told, I I think everybody knows this point, my biggest loss was Time Wonderland. Um, so I had money in Time Wonderland at the beginning of the year. And I think it was like 17, yeah, 17.5 grand just down the drain. (laughs) Yeah. Big, big loss there. Um, now my biggest win, I would say with, with trading my biggest win so far, I think was a little over a $1,000 profit um and it was i don't know what the percentage was i just know but that was roughly how it was was because like man i'm I'm good for a week you know yeah. so <laughs> that's awesome so yeah, that, one was, yeah. that one was really good um but yeah that's uh that's where i'm at as far as like the biggest win so far um Fair i think enough. another thing is my my most proud one though like yeah that sounds cool but my most proud one was a couple weeks ago where um, and I know this sounds like crazy and too good to be true. I literally, if you're a part of the Cardinal crew member, I even show screenshots of my account because I even know how crazy this sounds. But I showed a screenshot of my account. I only took two losses in that entire week, and I was just like, wow. Like, and I was just all I was doing was the scalping that I told you with the different just indicators. Hits. And, um, I was just having a solid week. And I think some people just, you know, it just happens. It have, even happens in sports, right? You have a good game and you have a terrible game. And yeah. just, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's just
1: how it is. No, I like that. I'm going to reframe uh, another question to be uh, what's your most proud win because yeah there's a lot of wins that can be quite lucky right like as you said I myself was in time wonderland luckily I was in before it started going down so it's all about timing right Um, and so again um, yeah I like the proud one as well too because people can be very proud of obviously uh, learning and and growing because losses are are terrible so I guess I guess it's an expensive uh, lesson learned.
0: Well, it's tuition, right? I mean, we all there you I go. think I think really to be successful in any industry when you take lot you can't be really afraid of losses because if you put money into an asset especially if something as hyper risky as as crypto you got to have that like in, in like thing in the back of your brain like do you want to be an actual investor or do you want to be a gambler? Because when you gamble in the, like it, it, crypto's gambling. Like at the end of the day until it's regulated it's it's honestly just yeah. gambling. But you, you can still be an investor, exactly. But you can have that investor mindset of, okay, if I lose money, if I do anything that has a negative action, am I do I have the mental capabilities of taking this as a learning lesson rather than just a ginormous failure and thinking everything's a scam? Or you know, like can I go into that direction? And if you can go in that direction, maybe that's for you, but maybe it's just not for you because obviously every asset is not for every individual. So uh, you definitely have to have like, you just have to take every failure as an opportunity to learn, and as long as you do that, and you don't continuously go down the same rabbit hole of making the same mistake, then then you're going to be pretty powerful, uh, you know, years to come, especially in crypto.
1: Trading journals are super valuable to a lot of people in the beginning. Can you talk about sort of how to get started with that? Because people, obviously, just come into their to the to the dashboard. You gotta, start. You gotta get one, bro. Got, buying this my all over the place. Right
0: <laughs> yeah, so trading journals are a must. Like, and it, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm just a writer. I like physical. But if you're if you're a digital person, yeah, just open up a Google Doc. But I literally will just write down uh, my trade. So like, I'll have the date, and I'll have T one, T two, trade one, trade two for how many ever trades I had that day, and I'll put you know why I took the trade. So I'll say okay, my RSI was confirmed with my KC and the VWAP and everything was just perfectly aligned to do a short. And I took a short and then I put TP, take profit at whatever, and that was a good one. Or if I took a loss, I'll still put, you know, I took this trade because I seen this
1: setup, but I cut my losses because of XYZ. I'm I'm also searching for what the best recommended place for people to learn because there's a lot of free... Uh, information on youtube for people to try to go and learn indicators and basic strategy and setup of their charts and 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 typical patterns to go after um obviously it's super daunting so uh, a call channel is much easier to pay ten dollars a month for <laughs> yeah how do you feel about um learning on uh, whether it be youtube or skillshare or other platforms maybe just going to your library about trading as well
0: I think the best way I learned is watching other people um, and just seeing what they do. Like, I I can't tell you how many times a couple of my really big trading buddies I've literally hounded. Like, dude, I promise I'm not trying to copy trade you. Could you literally just tell me when you get in or why you get in? And I just want to know why. I want to like look at the chart. I want to see why you took this trade and all this stuff. And so something like in the Cardinal House where we have this trading channel where we don't just say. Ethereum buy blah 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 like no we're not like telling people entry to exit itself. yeah right right where it's literally just like hey we took trades because we see X Y Z we're talking about why we're why we're thinking the market's looking bullish right now or bearish blah 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 and you know we just get to see why people are kind of in the minds of why people are doing what they're doing and I think for me that's like the best way of learning um, and then obviously supplementary to that YouTube University man that's that's how I learned till I learned everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. I completely agree with that as well. A lot of these larger YouTube channels are going live when they trade as well, which I really find helpful because they start talking about the trend lines, why they're trading uh, and and very cool. Obviously, a lot of people are just watching to try to copy trade, but not necessarily (laughs) the point. Um,
0: Yeah, I even started trying to do that. Like, I literally just went live this Monday. um, And what I'm going to do is every Monday and Wednesday, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go live and actually show me trading on Ethereum. I did it this Monday and it just ended up being a complete failure because I have a gaming laptop and just, I guess the GPU just could not handle everything I had at once plus streaming. Like just the all your indicators. Terrible. Oh dude, it was terrible. So I literally had, to, I bought a whole new PC and it's coming in the mail Monday. So yeah, but I'm I, that's on the schedule to do as well. So that's what I'm doing for sure
1: very cool i'll have to definitely attend attend one of them
0: yeah you missed the 10 minute failure failed live stream <laughs> everybody was like dude it looks like you're playing minecraft on on your mexi <laughs> account i'm like oh my god <laughs> yeah,
1: fair enough hey well that's why you just continue to get better right it's genuine people yep. see that and that's why they're following so then um with that is this where you see opportunity now you're regardless of where the market's headed uh, you're trying to learn more scalping on cryptocurrency are you moved are you going to go back to forex stock trading anything like that um you know because
0: i I use some like different little tools on my mt4 account uh just you know on the forex account when it comes to just like looking at the market i don't trade on it or anything like that but i think right now and i'm just going to kind of hone in on what's been providing decent returns for me and that's trading ethereum and bitcoin and Sometimes I look at other things, like when the whole soul thing was happening, like I tried attempting to short it and then I got wrecked. Um, I tried attempting to short Doge, got wrecked. So I I just want to stick to like what's been doing really well for me, and that's Ethereum and Bitcoin. So yeah, until something else crazy happens, I'm probably just going to stick with that.
1: Hey, I like that plan because if it's not broke, why fix it? Everyone's obviously trying to go do a million things, copy a million people, but it might not work for them because again it's all about your routine almost where you live right? the the timing and and, yep. and so many factors but um with that being said being in this space um a question i have for you is how do you take care of your your mental health where do you set and draw the line of work keeping positive attitude if you're losing trades and and going from there dude that's like
0: a big question bro that's like the loaded. that's like one that i think I, everybody should definitely pay attention to that. They don't pay attention to enough. Is is their mental health, especially in times like this? And I think for me, one, I do. The, I go to the gym. I go. I try to go to the gym every day, or at least every other day. And uh, that's one thing that really, really helps me. Um, obviously, being with family, um, understanding that money is literally not everything. It's literally just a tool to get you to wherever you want to be in life. Um, so I literally just did a video like does money create happiness type of thing. So it's really just, you know, understanding that money is literally just a number either in your bank account, on your MetaMask, that's, that's literally all it is. And it doesn't matter how old you are, you have to have that understanding that you can always create more of it. You can lose it, but you can always go back and get more. But you know, your family—you're only here for a little bit of time. So, spending time with family is a really big one as well. I
1: think. Uh, how do you prevent burnout then on on the content side? So obviously you're taking oh, care dude, of your mental health, but I, I've I've experienced it many times.
0: I, I I'm still trying to uh, <laughs> to negotiate negotiate content burnout because that's a real thing. You can be super passionate about something, but still just kind of. You know, you can only take as many hits and then at some point you're just like, man, what do I got to do? And even right now, like I've been scaling back my YouTube content, like I used to post sometimes three, four, five times a week. Um, And then other times I'd post two to three times a week. And one, I'm trying to find that good wiggle room with, you know, doing live streams and stuff for the algorithm and all that. But another thing is I really just want to find content that is useful for my audience that can sustain itself for a long period of time. One thing that's has the history of sustaining itself is people using trading. Um, so I, I'm, that's kind of like an area that I really want to focus a lot on and, you know, everything else I'm doing with real estate and stuff um, and kind of scaling back on doing DeFi project type of content just because it's, it's not been sustainable. It's not been working. Um, evergreen so yeah, it's, content, it's, right? Yeah, evergreen content for sure because – Yeah, burnout's, I think, a real thing. I think, honestly, instead of being, if you want to ever have aspirations to be a content creator or if you are a content creator, instead of like trying to look for ways to not be burnout, I think you should kind of just be like, it's going to happen, but what's my plan when it does happen? So I think that's that's what I've been working on for sure.
1: Now, do you recommend this content creation business model? What uh, other basically values... Do you feel people need to have in order to get into this and and ultimately make money from it and escape the nine to five
0: yeah i think it i would all, always recommend creating content creating content like everybody has a brand everybody everybody out there has a story and i think as long as you have the ability and have the want to help with the production quality because if you were to do what we're doing right now like 10 years ago on youtube we would be like blowing up but because ten years ago, people were filming from their flip phones and all that other stuff. Versus nowadays, everybody has the same hyper quality, you know, type of stuff on their on their YouTube channel. So you always have to find that next best best edge. So you have to for, you have to have the ability to invest in your in your craft. So if you want to create content, you have to have a great a good camera, even a decent camera, d- decent setup. Know how to edit all that type of stuff you have to know the business and the and the workload that that comes with so i would always I'll always recommend but even if you don't want to do all this fancy stuff if you have an iphone and you have a few minute, a few hours out of your day to just really dedicate to that um everybody has a story and i think um it's very important to document that so i think i, I
1: think it's a really good skill i completely agree with that i'm a huge proponent of no matter what you're currently doing starting a side hustle where documenting it and then potentially funneling them to like a simple skillshare course you can offer for free brings in a a, another revenue stream that people can start building more wealth and investing that and and growing yeah so i definitely agree with that that thought process and then one of my last questions for you would be then uh, on this journey of building how do you define success and what are you ultimately going after
0: the dude the biggest thing that i like as far as like a temperature gauge on if if i feel like i'm being successful is honestly just how do i feel doing what i'm doing because a lot of people i feel like they 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 just misconstrued what success is in terms of money and if if i feel happy and fulfilled with what i'm doing dude i'm the most successful person on the planet if i got my family and i feel like i'm doing what i'm doing to the best of my ability i think that's the biggest form of success so i view myself as already being successful and every single day I'm trying to get even more successful. Um, so I think that's that's my biggest my biggest
1: gauge. I I love that. So what does Austin do for fun when he's not working then? What does Austin do for fun? Well, see, that's a hard question because
0: I think I look at work as fun. And I, that probably shouldn't be a thing. But because it's like, dude.
1: Passive income is addicting.
0: Dude, passive income and just, and just investing in, and creating content, all this stuff it's like you have to be obsessed with it to a certain degree where it's literally compulsive and it's like if i go out and do and do something with friends or if i'm like upstairs just hanging out or just doing something i'm always like in the back of my mind it's like i could be editing a video right now or i could be like scripting dude it's crazy so it's like honestly one of the things i do for fun is is a little bit of work but if it's not work i mean i like the game a little bit um uh, I, I told you at the beginning of this, I, I had to literally upgrade and buy a PC for, you know, video editing and high quality streaming and stuff because it just kept being very bad. So one of the low key selfish things I'm doing is uh, I'm really excited to game on the PC because nice. you know I, I like PC gaming. So that's, that's kind of fun. I like doing that type of stuff. Um, like I said, I like working out. I like doing different workout challenges. Like I want to do some Spartan races, that type of thing. I love, I love that type of stuff. Very cool. Um, I like hiking, like, you know, just the general outdoorsy type of thing.
1: Well, I appreciate you taking the time out of uh, your day to give us all this knowledge of how you got started and how people like you can also get involved in this kind of stuff. Uh, just wanted to give you a brief second to basically promote how people can find you um, and what you want people to follow you on.
0: Yeah, man, I got two main socials YouTube. You can just literally search Austin Clark, I'm there, and then Twitter, Austin underscore Clark underscore YT. And, like I said, I'm a core team member of Cardinal House. So, if you look up Cardinal House on either YouTube or Twitter as well, you'll find us there. You can join the Discord absolutely free. If you want to become a cardinal crew member, we we, we talk about you know trading, real estate, we do workshops on literally all kinds of stuff when it comes to just investing. We uh, have you know early video access to everything I post. Like there's literally so much that you can do there. Um, we we have this node runner where we're investing into like uh, actually getting nodes. We've already successfully got a DAG constellation node because we're super bullish on constellation. So it's yes. kind of cool, right? It's like you got a little community where you can kind of just pull some money together and put stuff in like that. We're working on our second one now. So if you're interested in anything like that, it's $25 a month. It's never going to be raised or anything to an extravagant amount of money like some membership-based communities are. So that is uh, where you can find
1: me. Sweet. Appreciate it, man. Well, take care. Absolutely. Thank you, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. If you did make sure to hit that like button, sub to the channel if you haven't already. And until next time, take care.